0: Well, we're Tracy and Vanessa. I'm Tracy. That's Vanessa. Um, and we um, own and run a 77-place-a-day childcare centre, so 385 places a week, um, as well as a before and after and vacation care school service, which is a separate service off-site at a different location. Um, and basically that's what we do. We're full. In In fact, we've just had to take on almost a fifth educator at our before and after school care service. Um, right. Because our numbers have exploded over there, literally. Exploded.
1: Yeah. So I think we've got about 30, how much? 31 staff. 31 now,
2: yeah. 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 Okay, so so, so you run a, a 77 place a day childcare centre. You're Tracy, you're Vanessa. And uh, the after school care or the after vacay care has just exploded. Which was pretty much the same for the actual childcare center itself. So yeah. this is yeah. what I want to dive into a little bit around like how you guys have done that, because there is a ton of childcare centers out there. Uh, yeah. there's a lot. All right. And, and we're gonna dive into we're gonna dive into how you guys have done that. Before we do though, let's wind it back a little bit. Let's wind it back to just before you guys started the child care center. Because I think that this is really I think it's really important to share with you with the people that are watching this today. Like what was life like for you guys back then, just before you started? What was going on?
0: Oh, well, um, so we started this journey. Vanessa came to approach me um, to ask to um, start a business together. Her background is childcare and always has been. um, And I sort of come from a business sort of background. And I was running my um, husband's business administratively. Um, He was a roof carpenter with... um, or between four and six staff. Um, and so we started the process, we started the build, and then three months before we were due to open, five days before Christmas, um, 20th of December 2014, my husband had um, an accident um, and passed away very unexpectedly. Uh, so I had three children. Vanessa had one baby at the time, and we were three months away from opening a... Very big, um, very big business um, for us. So um, that was sort of, yeah, what what was going on at the time. So it wasn't what we expected at all. It was, my husband was very excited about this. This was going to be the four of us, my husband, me, Vanessa, her husband, who's also my brother. Because Vanessa and I are sister-in-laws, for those that don't know. Um, She's married to my brother. So it was, yeah, going to be a very different thing to what it, was and the circumstances under which we we opened were um nothing less than traumatic yeah
2: yeah and, and I, I could imagine too um thanks thanks so much for sharing that i i felt important to share with the guys because it's very it's very easy sometimes to allow our challenges or our adversity to get the better of us yeah and you know you guys are Life's a dream in some way about to open up this business and, and three months out uh had this tragic accident. It would have been very easy to you just tossed it in. Like it's too hard.
0: Oh, oh
2: Concerns gosh, yeah. of security, financial security, emotional support, everything else that comes with that and, and yet you decided to kind of double down and go for it anyway. Yeah. And you know, how, how long ago was that? Sorry. 20, what did you say? 20? 20
0: 20th of December, 2014. So it was, uh, it was four years, four years just gone in December.
2: Yeah. 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 And, and so how did the start of business look like for you guys back then? Obviously you had some experience um, in, in, in business. Vanessa had some experience in childcare, but not just so much in business. How was the first 12 months for you guys in business? Like what did that look like for you?
1: It was the hardest 12 months we ever had, wasn't it? Because yeah. we, that wasn't our only hurdle. That was just the beginning of our hurdles yes. for the first 12 months. So we had um, obviously Dean's passing. <clears throat> we opened the centre and then three months after us opening, um, silly me went and fell pregnant with my second child, <laughs> which was completely unexpected. Um, so we, we sort of had to juggle not only what we were going through with Tracy losing her husband and all of that and the dynamics of the business completely changing to how we had originally set it out to be, I then felt pregnant and we thought, how the hell am I going to leave her
0: while well, I go off and have this baby? Because my head's light in the clouds at this yeah. point. I've got no concept of reality. I'm just winging it day by day. <laughs> yeah, And don't get me wrong, it was a complete
1: blessing, obviously, my son, yeah. but it was just a, a, another hurdle we had to sort of face. And then um, a month after that, Tracy's dad and my father-in-law had a massive stroke um, and that just completely threw our family into another lot of turmoil because he was
0: totally unexpected and he suffered a very bad stroke. And he'd stepped up for my son as well, to be honest, um, since, since Dean died, since from Dean dying, he'd stepped up. And so that was a, yeah, that was again, that was another massive. Almost like a loss really again,
1: as Mm. lucky as we were for him to still be alive. It was his, yeah, their lives have never been the same again. So that happened. And then a couple of months after that, we, um, we got dealt with our um, assessment and rating letter to say that we were, usually when a business in childcare opens, when a centre opens, um, you get an accreditation letter within probably the first year or so. Um, we got ours within the first six months, which we've since found out was a bit of a glitch in their system. However, the letter got sent to us and we had to follow the rules and we had to do our accreditation. And, and yeah, that happened at the end of our first year, really. Within the first year. Yeah, yeah just yep. before so yep. that was the october or november mm-hmm. we'd opened the april and everything that i just said took place up until sort of november yeah so
0: so we winged that too really yeah <laughs> and we passed that with
1: flying colors we got an a, we got, a meeting in all areas yeah which, which was a fantastic rating again we blew
0: our expectations and um credit to the staff we had on board yeah at the time um they really they really pulled together but and they pulled staff, together yeah. because i don't know i think we we, we do the right thing by them and they, they do the right thing by us. So,
2: I, I, I think it's even more than that too, though. I think that, you know, like anybody, bear witness to what you guys experienced in the first 12 months and, you know, you continue to lead, you continue to, to face forward. And I'm sure there was probably a lot, of, a lot of nights or afternoons where there was, there was crying and, and, and there was a whole bunch of emotion that probably never got shown too much to the staff. Mm-hmm. You know, while, while you guys were, were navigating your way through that, yet, you know, in that process, you, you guys, you know, showed up as leaders and you showed up in a way that you started to create a bigger vision than, than either of yourselves.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And we say it all the time now. And at that time, funnily enough, in all of our grief and and, and and the state that we were in, even before those hurdles took place after Dean's death, when Dean died, we literally had this conversation. We said, okay, this is going to set the bar for us. Uh, if we do this, we can we can accomplish anything. And anything. It really, to, to get through those first three months of setting up the business and even opening our doors to our families in the in the state that we were both in was was just it set the bar for us to be able to achieve anything and now anything that sort of comes our way we're like we can do do it for us to get through what we did we can my god it's nothing nothing.
2: do you guys look back now and think like how the hell did we do that like do you ever have these moments where you look back and think holy shit how did we do that
0: i have no idea to be perfectly honest it doesn't even remember half there's parts i don't there's parts i don't remember for obvious reasons they're they're there was there was normal business hurdles thrown in the way, like to get a certificate of occupancy. I was at the yeah. council at four o'clock. We we were set to open on the Monday and had had our open day. Vanessa was manning the centre for our open day, our orientation. I'm at the City of Coburn waiting for our um, certificate of occupancy because we totally missed that we had to get that before we could open the doors. So we weren't they weren't going to issue our license from the the governing body that we are under, without a certificate of of occupancy. I'm literally still there at 4.15, when they close at five, on the phone to Vanessa going, he hasn't come back through the door yet, he hasn't got it, he hasn't got it, he hasn't got it. 4.45, 15 minutes before they close council doors, he comes out and hands it to me, and then we have to ring up, take a photo of it, send it through to licensing, then they had to issue our licence within 15 minutes and it was just like even that was like yeah, hey, what, else away, on, yeah. on yeah. you know it's <laughs> yeah um you know
2: so <laughs> like like hats off to you guys for for, for for everything that that you're faced with and still having having the courage and having the strength to to move forward even though i'm sure there's many days you didn't feel like it you know a oh, yes, oh yes. huge amount
0: of days and look we were present it was it was a it was a go forward or give up. Yeah. That that, that were, they were the two choices. It was yeah. it was move forward or give up. To me We never spoke about giving up. Though. We never spoke we about spoke giving up. up. Yeah. We just yeah. we just were like we're it was a given. Off. We were taking some time off. It was more about how much time are we taking off. So I could get my children through it, It, you know, all of that, obviously. But it was about really how much time are we going to put this off without trying to disappoint. Because remember, we started, well, you won't know, but we put a sign up. We had 170 families on our waiting list to open Before before we even opened the doors. We put a sign up. I have my mobile number on it. We, we, we had people registering daily yeah, on the Facebook, Facebook page. page. We'd set all that up. So we didn't want to disappoint these families. These families yes. had given a start
1: date to their work to yeah. say, oh, you know, the centre's not an opening in. What month were we meant to open? We were meant to open in April. Fair, fair. We opened in April. In April, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll you know, you know, we do open in February. So they had start dates for their
2: work yes. to go back. They had, you know,
1: plans relying on us. So we
0: just couldn't give up on them. So, yeah. so but it was more about how much are we going to push this back it was yeah. never really about are we giving up or not because we just, yeah. just an it was it wasn't an option it wasn't an option for for respect of my husband for yeah. respect of our, her dream my need for to earn a, to earn a, to earn a wage to earn money to put food on the table because I'm now the sole provider of my family it was just and the families that we had like, we were so excited about this and I couldn't have imagined just killing it. I just couldn't have, it just wasn't an option.
2: Yeah, incredible. Um, Just FYI, at any stage you guys on the chat want to ask questions, uh, just chuck in the chat box, just share your thoughts as we go through and I'll be sure to obviously relay it. So, Fast forward a couple of years to, to, to prior before you guys joined the Game Changers. Like, I still, I still pretty much remember the first, the first and the second call that I had with you ladies. Um, yeah, prior to joining the Game Changers, like, where, where were you guys at? Because I think you were actually referred in by a, a, a client of ours at the time. Yeah. Where were you guys at in business, though? Like, what was happening for you back then? Can you remember?
0: We, we, <laughs> Vanessa kind of wanted, our thing was we wanted leadership. We wanted to learn how to be leaders. We wanted to learn how to manage staff and be leaders that got respected. And it was, <laughs> that was so. it was really stupid. That was so we thought. That's that what you thought.
2: thought
0: that's what we thought That's yeah. what we went in in with the intention of we had no <laughs> no des- no need at that time
1: to, to join a company like to join the game changers we just were very much we thought we were going to only have this one center it'd be tracy and myself the rest of our life just working in our
0: center and, and we, had, ne- we needed to know how to be leaders yeah we just needed to know how to yeah to be lead stuff yeah
2: be yeah. leaders I, I remember too the the rest, the wrestle on the call when I suggested about building a business that works without you. I remember the wrestle on the phone. No, no, we want to work. No, we just got one, and
1: that's all we got.
2: Yeah, we want to work. we're happy to work. We don't need that. We just want leadership. Yeah,
1: and, yeah,
0: yeah. 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 I,
2: totally. I just, I suppose I'd love to know. Like, I want to get to this over full part because I, I feel that there is some some key key pieces there. Like, yeah, get it. There was 120 people on a wait up to sign up to you guys four years ago before you started, but you haven't stopped there. Like, you guys no. are over full ever since you opened. We,
0: we've still got kind of that amount waiting to get into us. You know yeah,
2: what I mean? Right, right. So be, there, is something, there is something greater there than supply and demand, which, which we're, gonna, we're gonna touch on in a moment. Before we do, like what what have been some of the key things that you've since realised that you maybe needed, but didn't know that you needed? Or what have been some of the things that have been the biggest game-changers per se for you guys Studying. Now, obviously, there has been definitely some some leadership work that's been uh, worked on, but I'd love to kind of like dig in a little bit more to, to what do you guys feel have been some of the key pivotal moments and, and what are the lessons you can share with the people on the call and watching this today?
0: Um, To be honest, for me, um, and this was always in part um, a part of me, um, but it's been more prevalent since joining the Game Changers and it's, I think, well, I, I, I think I speak... Or Vanessa, when I say um, it's probably more of a thing for her, it's it's a, more for me about you're in a game, and 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 when you make the changes that you need to make within yourself, it's then your your external world um, catches up. So for me, it's about learning who I was. So I was I I, I was obviously, and I'm still in the process of, of growth and and becoming. I was obviously with my, my husband for 20 years. So you become a certain person um, during that time. And obviously as you get older and you get one child, then two children, then three children, and that changes you as well. Um, but it's more about, I guess, working on me for the first time and Vanessa working on her for the first time and then figuring out how we, what highlighting what things in our business that needed to be worked on in order yeah. for us to grow. We had no clue that we could be bigger than we than we currently are no no clue we hadn't even thought about that and it's opened up our world to you know what we are doing something right we are doing a good thing for the industry and we can have a real impact here um and we've just said like we we need we need what we're doing here to open up that that world for us because yeah. you don't know what you're doing in your business. You don't, you don't come, you're not born with just this, uh, this knowledge that you know how to run a business and go from, you know, we couldn't go from one center to as many as we want to have or could have. Um, if we didn't have you guys. No, nah, not at all. No. Because there's certain things you don't know. And that's why, you know, having somebody to fall back on, um, the coach, Chris is amazing. Just even the group, no, you can jump on, it just, it changes, it changed everything for us. Everything everything it just changed. opened our whole world. It was like,
1: you know how sometimes you have used, I don't know if I'm saying it right, like it's like we've taken off our glasses and we've just seen everything yeah. clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like And we're now like, oh my God, this is our purpose. Yeah. This is our vision. Yeah. These are our goals. And we just know now what we want and we just need to, put things in place, which is what you guys are helping us with, to get to where we need to be.
0: Even learning um, to systemise, like oh that's been our biggest thing. Yeah, we've recognised that the business worked and continues to work because of who Vanessa and I are yeah. as people. Mm-hmm. And, and now we now need to figure out, which we are in the process of doing, how to bottle that to be able to duplicate so that we because obviously we can't be at 15, 20 centres. here's the
2: thing though, right? That like that in itself is a significant shift from from what you speak about the inner game because going from a belief of like we don't need to, we don't mm. need that, we don't need to, to leave this, we we're happy to work, versus now realizing what is what is your true potential of opening up many, many more centers and going, okay, in order for us to continue to do that, right, we now need to replicate ourselves and duplicate ourselves, which we haven't developed a machine to do that yet. Yeah. The closest thing that we have is, is called other people yeah. like and, and systems and processes and documentation of yeah. the, the, the core of what is your business, like bottling your DNA in such a, such a, such a okay. way that regardless of what centre you're at, they all operate somewhat simultaneously
0: mm-hmm. yes yeah absolutely yes and uh, that's about getting the people like we've got Chloe now yeah. but again that's an in-game thing what you pro- you for me it's very much about you attract to you what you what what you believe you expect for yourself and what you put out there so at the end of the day when we're when we put out there that we want to run this business a certain way and we know what qualities we want someone to have she literally yeah, delivers, that.
2: delivers that so yeah. it's, it's, it's funny what you share because anyone that's watching this that possibly hasn't had much to do with us or even much to do with the the inner game aspect could be talking or could be feeling that what you're sharing is a bit woo-woo because i i, I completely understand what you guys share that's how i live my life and a lot of our long-standing clients that's how they live their life as well like like what you shared around that key point that you know, you put, you put something out there and it shows up. There's more to it than just putting something out there.
1: Of course. Oh, of course, absolutely. Like, yet
2: yet, yet there, there is an aspect of woo to it, meaning that, that, you know, in business and life, everything that we experience around us, we never experience life the way that life is ever, mm. right? ever. We only ever experience life the way that we are. Yeah. You know, like, like we are not con- in control of life. What we are in control of is is the meaning that we place on life, the experiences and situations and circumstances that happen to us. And this is also what messes us up, is that when we're going through this this process of growth from, you know, first trimester fetal child through to kind of age seven or eight, we haven't developed enough self-assurance and confidence and self-belief and all these other things that we get a chance to as an adult to place a supportive meaning on a lot of the situations that happen to us. Mm-hmm. And we place these meanings that we're not safe, that we can't trust people, that we're not loved, or whatever the case may be. And what happens is over our life, we keep imprinting the same situation because the experiences that we learn to survive become the experiences that our continued survival depends upon. Mm-hmm. So after we survive those experiences of, of lack or loss as younger, we unconsciously recreate them because they're survivable in an attempt to resolve them, in an attempt to not experience them anymore. Yet we can't because we haven't had a conscious experience of the opposite of that. Mm -hmm. I think that's where the benefit is of of the coaches, of the community, of the program and what you guys are sharing is that once we're able to revise this patterning at a fundamental level, we can put something out there because what we're putting out there is aligned with, with the divine version of us, is aligned mm-hmm. with the inner game, is, is aligned with what we want and where we're going and our ability to, to, to consciously know that we can create that.
1: Mm, yeah. And mm.
2: therefore we see what's available, we see what we can create, whereas there's so many people that live in an environment based, you know, hung up on all this past patterning, that they have got their glasses on, like you mentioned in the beginning, they have got those glasses on mm. that, that allow them to only see life in one spectrum. Yeah. Right, They see life as red or as green or as yellow or as purple or as black. Yet, when we take those glasses off, we realise that life is multidimensional, multicoloured, and we yes. have to choose what we want to choose. So I'm curious to know, like, with you guys, like, what have been some of the biggest challenges through this evolution or, or this, this, this growth over the past, past year or so for you guys? Like, what have been some of the challenges that have popped up along the way or some of the things you've had to overcome to get to where you're at now?
0: I think control or giving up control well, in that's a way been the thing has for been me. massive. Um, yeah, probably more so for Vanessa than for me. I was very much in the
1: um, headspace that, as much as we've got somebody on board, for those that don't know, her name's Chloe. Um, she used to be my, my boss at a centre I used to work at for her and um, she left and anyway started bringing her children to us and then we got her on board and she basically runs the whole business for us now. Um, however, as fantastic as she is and she's a great friend of both of ours and she's amazing, we almost share the same brain, I still just couldn't let go and give her that side of the business. I thought, no, no, no. I need to be there. She needs to be liaising with me. We, we just, and Tracy kept going, you do know we don't need to be here. And I was like, fucking stop saying that. We do. She needs us. These girls need us. Our staff need us. Chloe needs us. And I just couldn't let go. And the, the more Chris and Trace tried to sort of um, push me, I was just was no, 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 no chance, no chance. Yeah, no yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: but I don't know, we, it was of, seeing what we, it was taking that moment to have a day working on the business out of the business, working yeah. on the business, that yeah. we actually, I think, R- saw what we were capable the, of and what we my could God, have changed. Yeah, we, we are capable of so yeah. much more. Yeah. Let the poor girl be and do what she does best yeah. and run our business for us while we focus on implementing yeah. the things Here,
2: we... Here's, here's what I reckon is the best thing to do. it, And, and you know, I, when I was doing a lot of one-on-one coaching myself was something I used to suggest to my clients is that, that six to nine months mark when you're in and when things are actually starting to operate. And what I mean by operate is that often people's businesses are a representation of like a, a uh, sticky tape together cardboard box. Like everything's just a bit fragile. And yeah. if you move it too much, it kind of like falls apart and breaks. So after you get in and get some of those foundations set up and get some things operating and starting to be kind of a bit more efficient is to actually just take off. Like yeah. to walk away from your business for a week, two weeks, a month, as, as much as you're willing to risk to yeah. you notice know yeah. what breaks. Because yes. I think that when things break in business, it's actually the best the best thing that could happen to us. Because yeah. often when things are not breaking, we're not aware of, of what needs work or where we need to focus. It's like if everything's yeah. kind of working. It's like, what do we do? Whereas yeah. when things break, it allows you to understand, okay, there's the weakness of the business. That's what I need to focus on right now. And start to focus your efforts on on resolving that, or fixing that, or transforming. Yeah,
1: that. yeah. And I was very stuck in the, the thought, the headspace that it was going to be a bad thing us letting go and us stepping out. I yeah. was, I did not see any positives in it whatsoever until. And and it was a very slow process. And now I'm like, oh, sometimes I message her, I'm like, we so so don't even need to go in today. But we obviously still enjoy it and we do. But, there's, yeah, it was really small steps initially until I could see, oh, my God, how much we could achieve and how much it was a positive by us stepping out and and giving Chloe that time. She was also very confused with her role. She didn't know her place because I was just hovering over her every day um, because I was so scared of letting go. So. I think, yeah, for me anyway, that was the biggest hurdle. Isn't, isn't that incredible
2: though to note that um, like what gets you to a million dollars in business will kill you getting to 10 million? Like the, the, the behaviours, the traits, the attitudes, the systems, the processes, the way of thinking, everything that you need to grow your business to a million dollars, it will actually kill your business getting to 10 million dollars mm, yeah. and this is the thing that i find fascinating about this, is that people go in and wonder like so many businesses like levitate they hit this glass ceiling because they're like well, this is what i've always done this got yeah. me to a million or 1.5 or 1.8 or 2 million yet it's only like we have to change our strategy like being a control freak in the beginning is great because you care about your product your service you care about delivering to your clients yet that same control freak is will kill your ability to hire the right hmm. operations manager or general manager or someone coming That's in. True it
1: is. And it was stopping us from moving forward because yeah. Trace was very much there. I just wasn't. I needed to get to where she was. And I was really, I was that thing that was stopping us from going forward because I was just so hung up on not being able to let go and not being able to see the advantages of letting go and what it could do for us that it was really just sort of stopping us from moving forward. Um, yep. The minute that kind of barrier came down for me, like, and Chris often laughs now on our calls and he's like, Look at you go. I'm like, Yeah, we just, we don't even need to be here. <laughs> um, because it's just need to look for another center Yeah, just need to do that. It really shifted things for us and it just, yeah, it was that, yeah, so that was probably the biggest hurdle for me, I think.
2: And an incredible <laughs> feeling to like sit back and see what you've created, to sit back and yeah. see this system that's operating and working as you'd like it to be or pretty close to without you physically having to be the ones doing it. That's it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Okay. So let's, let's change the gear now. And, and, and as we're doing that guys, uh, let us know in the chat, like, what are you, what are you getting from this? What's been your biggest takeaway so far? These ladies, incredible or what, uh, just jump in, let us know what you're getting so far. And then I'd like to shift the gear and, and speak about this, um, like we've kind of spoke a bit about the the getting over yourself and getting paid part, you know, through the triumphs and tribulations you've been through. I want to kind of talk about the the overfull part now because I've certainly observed a lot since uh, first meeting you guys and seeing your journey to, to where you are now. And I'd be really interested to understand your take um, as well around, you know, what do you think... If you could define to one thing, and you can have one thing each, although knowing you ladies are probably the same thing, <laughs> one thing. If you could define one thing, one one key ingredient that you believe has has put you in a position where you guys have consistently been over full, uh, with a huge waiting list. What is it? You can say. It. I, I think, think passion. passion.
1: For me. Passion. Yeah, I would say. Uh, who we are as people, and we've said this recently. I think that's what has got us to
0: where we are. Hey, do you think? Well, that's definitely got us to where we are. But who we are as people is passionate, and therefore, yeah. Yeah, we've, yeah. we've. My belief is we've. Um, we've basically done everything, and every decision we make, and every decision we've made. Which keeps, which my belief is, what keeps families coming back to us and recommending us, and more families wanting to get into us, is that we do everything with our 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 product is children, and we do everything with them at the forefront of our minds. So every decision that we make, everything we implement, every resource we buy, all the thought that goes into that, we have our educators chime in with. We we're pretty. We give them a broad. spectrum as far as what they can put what they would their wish list is for their room and rah rah, rah we don't run on no no budgets, budgets and all of that because we feel that that's what they need, if that's what they need to provide service, then we're providing an awesome service and that will keep us in business.
2: Mm. So what I'm hearing you say then um, just to be clear is that that you believe that the the number one key ingredient first and foremost is passion with the, the ability that, that that regardless of what you guys do, you, you're focusing on the end consumer, you're focusing on the end result, yeah. being the, the, the children and the experience the children have within the organisation to the point that, you know, if you've got to spend money, you're not looking at a budget around that. It's like if that, mm-hmm. if that needs to happen to create the experience and the result for the kids, yeah. it's a no-brainer, go down that path, which... You know, I'd love to know, you know that those of you listening, you know, is that how you're currently operating your business? Would you say that all your decisions are being made on the end consumer? Would you say that all your decisions are being made for you know, what's best for your end client? Um, just type yes or no in the chat box. Because I see that a lot of business owners is that they are uh, you know, focused on the money and yes. often the ones that are, that are hardcore focused like there has to be there has to be an intention on the money like we're in business to make money of without it's managing, managing managing money but what we're talking about here is the difference between that versus being in business just purely focused on on making shit tons of cash yeah because in that process it's not about your end consumer it's about no. you
0: exactly yeah yeah and exactly try, yeah. and that's the opposite of us yeah that is the opposite of us to be in a nutshell. That's the opposite of us. And that's why we now, now that we've acknowledged and now that we know we, what, how, where we can go, that's why we're excited because we know we can have an impact on so many lives. We did a child protection course the other night, for example, for all of our girls, um, and horrible content. And i very unfortunate that we have to know about this kind of stuff, but it, it, it brings back to, again, something like that reiterates to us and to our girls that we are in this zero to five-year time that is so important to children to develop relationships and people they can trust and feelings and get it. You our know, and our impact's massive it's and, and there's just unfortunately for us anyway in particular childcare became an industry and still is to some degree um and there's lots of people out there that think it's a license to print money and it, it's done right you will yeah. make money
1: yeah
0: that's not however what our yeah. our business yeah. is very profitable um
1: we like tracy said earlier we just we just pull a wage like our put like we when we put everything back into our business um because that's how we choose to mm. to run and that and that yeah.
2: That's, so, yeah. so if someone's watching or listening to this right now that that maybe isn't in the same situation, maybe they're they they're struggling to get clients, whatever the business is, mm-hmm. or or you know get get the level out. Then they're kind of like, oh, well, this is easy for you girls. Like you've got a list of, a waiting list of one hundred and twenty, and you know, blah 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 blah. Like, what would yeah. your what would your advice be? Because from my perspective, it's not a not matter of whether you've got clients waiting. To work with you or not it's a mindset it's it, it, it all starting with the stance that you're, you're having so what would what would your advice be to someone who might be there going well all and good for you to say but how do i do it for my business how do i show up that way for my business
0: I, I think you've got to take it back to really strip it back to asking yourself how you can help because when you strip it back to how you can help it's it, then things, you look at things differently. It's not yeah. about how can I make money. It's not about yeah. how can I get bigger. It's not about, it's, it's how it's can I help. Picture. Yeah,
1: because we think of everything, like Tracy said, we put the children at the forefront of our minds with a lot of our decisions. But then we also think about our families yeah. and how, how they would feel about things, being parents and bringing their children to us and what yeah. that's gonna, how that's going to impact them. We then also think about our staff. and we So we really we put so much thought into every decision we make because of all those three factors. We look at, we look at everything and how we're going to impact and everybody that we have, that we deal with. And so we don't just sort of think about us. If anything, we're the last people that sort of come into the picture, aren't we? Yeah. But we get the, the benefit. Oh, of absolutely. Thinking, yeah. We get getting that way. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. But yeah. we're never doing, we never do anything like you just said, because it's going to make us more money. Yeah, Because we're providing an opportunity for our community, for our families, for the children in that community and that's why we do it. We don't, yeah.
2: yeah. I think that, that if you've got staff, like the, for rule of thumb, this is the way that I said, that if you've got staff, if you if you look after your staff, your staff will look after your clients and your clients will look after you as the business owner. Yeah. If you haven't got staff, just remove it from the equation, look after your clients and so your clients will look after you. And I yes. don't mean like... Looking after your clients is not offering a discount, right? Or throwing in 10 bonuses because that's actually devaluing, devaluing the service that you're offering the clients and not looking after them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's to, to, to popular belief, you know, looking after your clients is charging the right price for the value, or the quality of service, the product that you're offering them. Mm-hmm. And in turn, you'll attract the right clients that will look after you. Yeah,
1: and we also do um, a lot of little things that go a long way and that make a big difference to our families and to the children. And it's just simple things that a lot of other centres don't do that we have chosen to do. Um, but, yeah, like you say, our staff, the, the staff that we have on, the care that they give, the conversations they have with the families, the you know, just we always are just going one step further, one step further, you know. Um, even our orientation process, when a parent comes and knocks on that door and, and, and that first impression that they get of us... Um, not only does our centre look great because we've built a beautiful-looking centre, but they're also that's matched and backed up by the people that are the face of the business for us. And it's just those little things and, you know, the way we speak to them, the way we handle them and their children, and that all goes a long way. And it's things that will just come very naturally to us. It's things that I know for myself, working in the industry, I've gone, that's exactly what I don't want for my business. I want it, I want it this way, and that's because it was very natural for me to be that way. And same as Tracy, it's just... And that's why I said earlier, like, it comes back to the people that we are as well. And that, that's a domino effect for Chloe, who works under us, for our staff that work under her, and it's just a domino effect. And they all sort of just tend to follow suit. And, and it, yeah, it, it, it's being able to stay throughout our whole centre. It's not just you meet us and we're great and we're lovely, but then the care that your child's given is crap. Yeah. Um, it's really consistent throughout the whole centre. Yeah, it's yeah. consistent. See, that's
0: the biggest thing.
2: Which is, which is that bottling of the DNA we spoke yes, about yeah. before. And the, the question that I've, that I've got is um, an interesting one. Uh, a lot of people struggle to be in business with partners, right, whether that's, whether that's uh, their significant other, whether that's just a business partner, whether that's a family member, and yes. you guys have done it very well. Um, and, and, and I've been on the phone when there's been bickering going on or being in the room when you've told each other to shut the F up. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've, I've witnessed those. Yeah, <laughs> you guys keep showing up and, and have a truckload of fun. And, you know, equally too, your your relationship you have with each other is representation towards the business you're growing. Like if you guys were not in a good space with each other, it'd be showing up in your business. That's just oh, Absolutely, time. yeah. What, what tips or advice do you have or what do you guys do <laughs> to to foster that incredible relationship, the working relationship that you guys have, because I could see there's a few people on the on the on the call that are in relationship with partners and stuff. Like, what's the key to success? Yeah,
1: I think for us,
2: and I don't know Tracey, I think for
1: us is we wholeheartedly and genuinely understand one another, and we have we make an effort to understand who the other person is and what dynamic they bring to the business and, and how we, we really complement one another. Um, like Tracy said, you know, she's a lot, you know, the business side of it and I'm the the childcare side of it, but not only that, like I'm hot headed one and she's the calm one and we are able to sort of bring each other.
0: We make our opposites work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We don't fight against. And, yeah. and obviously, like you said, they come into play sometimes where we do butt heads and oh, yeah. absolutely that happens with us, but, we are both respectful so respectful and we really come from a place and it sounds silly but we come from a place of love and we i think that just shows through our communication with one another um any obstacle we we face together um with one another
0: we just we strip it back and we go hang on a second this is not about us this is about us facing the problem the problem is not us the problem is the problem this is us the pro- versus yeah. the problem and it's a bit look it's like a relationship or a marriage to oh, a degree <laughs> that you team yeah as much as she'd love to live with me i know that she just keeps quiet on that yeah um, it is it's very much like that you have to be respectful in the yeah. sense that and work as a team so it's it, it becomes less about your ego and less about yeah who's right and who's wrong and who's the it's about when you come together and you have this common goal and common vision it's keeping that at the Mm -hmm. forefront of your mind as well as having respect for each other because without that you don't and i always said to vanessa from the beginning of this before my husband passed away i said our relationship comes first obviously some people aren't in business with family people think we're nuts they they, i don't even like my sister-in-law how the hell are you doing (laughs) They think we're crazy, but I, I came forward to Vanessa and said, our relationship comes first. If we get to a point where we cannot work together, because we didn't know before we went into business, we didn't know whether we could or not work together. So it's, if we can't, if we actually get to the point where we can't work together, our relationship comes first. One of us steps out or it's a silent partner or whatever. And I was willing to do that because it was her dream. Um, But it never got to that point no. because we just share the same vision. And I think once you've got the same vision yeah. and you know that any obstacle you face, you're facing together to get over the hurdle. Yes. It's it's not mm. a separate thing. And don't get me wrong, like I said, we both one hundred percent bar heads like or, oh, often, all often I can't tell. No, but we
1: do often we come up and we don't always <laughs> we, like I said, we just strip it back. And I will say as well, I think for me Tracy was doing a lot of work on herself prior to Dean passing and prior to the business opening. I never had, and I was not ever under the illusion that I didn't need to, but, yeah, I probably thought I didn't really need to. Um, and <laughs> and um, that which you guys have offered us the game through the Game Changers, me working on myself um, with Chris has been probably the biggest thing, I think, for us because the minute you can see your faults and you know, yeah, you know what, I probably did, you know, whatever it may be. Acknowledge that. Yeah, the minute you can acknowledge that, that and, yeah, it then it does go It doesn't away. become as important. And that's, I think, like Tracy said, dropping your ego. Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah. we communicate very, very well and that's something we've learnt to do. Yeah. So anyone that is in a business or a partnership together with someone else, whether it's your partner or your husband, whatever, it's. I feel like it's communication yeah. really, like, coming yeah. from yeah. that respect.
2: Yeah. 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 I, I I love what you guys share and I wonder if anyone else picked it up. You shared about... That, that one of the keys to you guys getting along and communicating so well is, is having a clear vision and you're aligned with the vision. And what I think is so, so beautiful about that is we're not just talking about that in partnership. That is about your whole entire business, that if you can bring on board a team that's aligned to the vision, mm-hmm. like you guys can overcome anything. It's the same thing too, like with clients, if your clients are on board with the vision you're creating as well, they're behind you too. And I think yeah. that's, it's kind of intangible, but not. Mm. As well, and I think that, that that's just such an important thing to have is is have a vision big enough that it's larger than any, any problem or challenge or situation that's going to occur between you guys. And you've always got that to go back to as a foundation, whereas exactly, you know, often it can be very personal in a relationship mm. perspective, you know, and, and, and like what you said so beautifully, Tracy, about it's like our issue is the problem, not each other. Like, like yes. Yeah. This is what's what's going on it's not between us let's just focus and solve this one
1: yeah
2: yeah love that um, what i'd love to know is if you look back over the last few years what do you think has been like what do you think has made the biggest impacts to your lives individually Like a little bit the last couple of years, like what's been the thing that's created the biggest impact and, and transformation in business.
0: In business.
1: I would say, I know I kind of just said it, but for me it's been working on myself because I, I saw things so very differently prior to me starting this journey with you guys. I saw that. um, And it's, it was a, evident in my first call with you and I wanted leadership because I was very much about no 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 I'm the boss and I deserve to have that respect and it didn't matter how I treated people I'm your boss so you give me that respect and I wanted people to be scared of me and because I was their boss and I think for me I oh, shut up I think for me learning people like you have to treat people with the same respect that you want for yourself and I think um You've got to put yourself in someone in else's shoes, shoes. That's right. Seeing things from other people's perspective for me, which is something I've had to learn because I, I just thought I had this entitlement because I pay your wage. Um, I, that's been really big for me because now I think I come from a place of understanding and it's it, it's a different, I think of think I look at things differently with the girls um, that work for us. And I look at things differently with how we run our business because um yeah, it it wasn't a good a good headspace to be in thinking the way I was. So for me, going within myself and seeing all these things that I um, needed just to tweak, and there hasn't been massive changes, but yeah, been it's, enough. It's been enough to headspace. make a big difference. Yeah, for mm-hmm. myself. So I think for me, that's been the biggest thing. Yeah. I think for me, it's
0: probably been
1: a watching me easier. be really
0: good and change. Yeah, 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 Vanessa's just motivated me the whole way, I don't know what I would have done without her at all. Anyway, back to me. No, I I think, I honestly, I think it's probably been a little bit of, it's funny because I think when I look at the two of us from the outside looking in, I think Vanessa needed a bit more of what I had. And I needed a bit Mm -hmm. more of what Vanessa had because I was too much the other way. I was like, yeah, whatever. She was married a day off and I probably would have sent her a day off and then gone, Oh shit, we've got no staff. Like we have to close for the day. Whereas she's like, no, you can't, they shouldn't deserve it. So I think her softening and me realizing that you have to put your business hat on sometimes and you can still do that. But, and be. a a really great person and and you can still do that with softness and I wasn't going to lose my softness by doing that, I think that's what it was for me. So I think we needed to merge a little bit um, of each other's qualities that we didn't like but So I've become nicer and she's become bitchier.
1: So it's good. (laughs) It's exactly what we needed.
2: And I'm sure every full moon it changes over. (laughs)
0: Exactly. I sit out and it. <laughs> I <I'll> bark.
2: <laughs> oh, you guys are awesome! You guys are awesome.
0: What's the uh, yeah? We are the plans coming together for the next intensive?
2: Oh. I'm interested. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. Good, good, yeah. good. Very uh, very special guest on day one. Good good buddy of mine. Uh, I don't think it's going to blow up on a day. It's uh, the themes delivery.
0: Ah, so, awesome. Yeah
2: how we uh, improve the delivery of our product or service. So that's day one. And then day two, obviously, we've got a mixture of a bit of marketing stuff, a bit of systems stuff, a bit of mindset stuff. Cool.
1: Um, cool. Gonna
2: be cool. Fun.
0: Very Marnie good.
2: Says, what would you say that to new clients coming on board to focus on first? It's a good question. So new, new clients coming on board first, what would you say to focus on?
0: For them to focus on?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. For the client... Oh. Yeah. Probably the thing that in our industry, anyway, the thing that I think parents struggle with, with childcare is giving up, not control, but giving that control of, of the, them looking up someone else looking after their child. I think that's a, Well, obviously it's a massive thing yeah. for any parents. So I think, I think what I most want to get through to parents is that we know what we're doing. Like you have to trust us. We know what we're doing. We 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 put a lot of time and care and effort into hiring the right people that will love your child and they truly do. Our girls are amazing with the kids that they are like their own. They really are. They love them like their own. And I think once you get through to the the parent that you need to trust us with that give us a chance and trust doesn't let us show you that it doesn't take long. They like, Oh my yeah. God, I can't believe my child doesn't want to come home. I can't believe yeah. like but they want to pick up another day. We got a friend of someone Vanessa knows through her daughter's school now comes to us and she was like, she texted her and said, I've just dropped her off for her first day. And you, There was no crying. There was no tears. I can't, you have to ring me and tell me if everything's okay. If if there's a breakdown after I leave and you know, because parents expect that. And so my biggest thing is trust us. Like we're in business doing what we're doing for a reason and we know how to do it well.
2: Yeah. I love that. Love that. Marnie wants to know specifically a question on the game changes. So he said, what is it you were getting from the game changes that you didn't think you would get or you weren't looking for?
0: Okay, we, we weren't looking for... A business coach. <laughs> 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 we weren't.
2: <laughs> no, no, we weren't. But he means specifically. I Shut up. Okay, we, weren't for, <laughs> we weren't looking
0: for... We didn't think... We weren't looking to get any bigger. We weren't looking to go any further. So growth. to be... Growth. We, we weren't aware there was growth, the possibility of growth involved we weren't looking for that we had, that did not enter our heads at all yeah. so yeah that that that's been the biggest thing for me i honest to and god systemization, be us. Well. systemization has been huge used for us we had no idea we needed to do any of that stuff
2: yeah at all
1: yeah
0: at all no. so that's been huge no yeah yeah it was just you do what you do i do what i do yeah. and we just but and it's funny because neither of us have ever really
1: learned what the other one does uh, because I just do my thing and she just does her thing, mm. um, which now
0: we're really coming together with systemisation.
1: Yeah, and this systemisation is good is if
0: one of us drops off the
2: planet.
1: Stop. <laughs> so yeah, so it's good because we, yeah, we had no idea that it even existed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's the possibility of growth. I think it's getting people to realise what what is possible. Yeah. With, a business, with, have the, with just having a business coach, yeah. what it opens your eyes up to. I think that's that's been the biggest yeah. thing for me. I honest to God thought that this was just to, in order to put food on the table for my kids, this yeah. was, or it was going to be an extra income for me and my husband because he had his business. It was just going to be an extra income. I was going <laughs> to just work. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about, right, what's focused on your passion? What's your, Okay, where can that go? And what, you know, huge. It's huge, massive. When you ask mm. the impact you can have about whatever it is you're passionate
2: about. I love it. I think first is at unlocking that as well. I think unlocking.
0: Absolutely.
2: Is because because not, it, not every business actually needs to nor wants to grow. No. They, want, they might come in with a belief to grow, but then they realise that what they actually want is a hobby business. And I suppose the key is kind of unlocking what, whatever that is for the individual business owner outside yeah. the perception of, of of the social norms and the peer pressure is, is going, okay, what is it actually that's aligned with you and your heart? Yeah. And, and your being, and now let's get together and create that.
0: Yeah, yeah Definitely. It's having someone to fall back on as well, I think. It's given me so much confidence knowing that I can at any time jump on and ask a question or there's something I'm not sure of or other opinions from people in the group and it's it's having that. Like that's huge when you're in business, Mm -hmm. absolutely massive because you don't have anyone else to go to. I don't know anyone that owns a business that you know, that I could go to and ask. And if I did, I don't know if I'd feel comfortable because I'm kind of, you know, going there with, with what's going on or whatever. Mm. So I think having like-minded or other business owners, as well as um, a company of experts that, you know, have all got their area of expertise that you can go to is is huge. The support factor is massive.
2: Mm. Awesome. Awesome. Mm. Ladies, Thank you so much for your time and uh, agreeing to come on and share your journey and your wisdom and your knowledge uh, and your experience with the guys uh, on this call. Thanks, everyone.
1: Thank you. (laughs)